Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Greetings and welcome to the Home Business Success Show on Biz Radio US. I'm your host, Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy. And as we speak to home business entrepreneurs on the show each week, we'll learn some of the do's and don'ts and best practices of running home businesses. Before we, before I get to my guest today, I'd like to uh, share a thought or two. We all know people that respond positively when you remember their name and you use it. It's a good thing, but try not to wear it out. I'm sure you've all been there. You, you've seen what I'm what I'm bringing up. You're on the phone with somebody, especially if it's a salesman, somebody who's trying to sell you something. They know your name, so they keep saying it and saying it and saying it, thinking that somehow it's ingratiating to you. I find it off-putting and um, annoying when they do that. Just use the name as it occurs naturally. We don't constantly repeat our friends' names in conversation. I mean, you know, Sam, how would it be, Sam, if every time I spoke to you, Sam, I kept using your name? Would you like that, Sam? I don't think so. Don't overuse the name. It sounds forced and insincere. Just don't be that person. Today's guest, Chris Medley, is the president and managing partner of Vivinsure, the Money Architects a financial consulting company that guides business owners through the process of building true business credit on their employer identification number, not their social security number, and fully leveraging their cash flow by giving every dollar two jobs. As a chief money architect, he helps his clients create time and money freedom by building their business credit with cash flow strategies being their own bank, and designing financial strategies for clients that will maximize the use of their money. He teaches business owners how to keep more of the money they make, protect it, and turn it into cash-flowing assets. Chris also handles the marketing and creative for Visionsure, making sure that all the pieces are delivered to you with excellence. When he is not helping businesses thrive, Chris loves spending time with his wife, Jen, their two amazing kids, and their dog, Ginger. He is very passionate about building a life of compassion and understanding. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks for having me, Hank. Uh, I will try to do my best today not to say your name uh, 150 times as we go through this this process. And uh, I'm not very good at remembering names, truth be told. Anyway, I got to get better at that anyway. So it probably won't be a problem. It's the same for me. I have to hear a name a few times, but that's right. 
Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> let's get right down to business. Tell sure. us about what you do. Well, uh, I thought the place that I would start today is just if I could just uh, ask your audience uh, a few questions to see if any of this uh, pertains to them. Um, and, and that I think will set the stage for what we do here at Vivenshire. Um, So I would ask uh, any business owner out there, have you ever personally guaranteed a loan for your business? Uh, have you ever used your personal credit card for a business expense? Uh, have you used your social security number for your business? Uh, have you used your name and credit for leases or rent? And uh, have you ever been denied a loan uh, because of your, your personal credit? Uh, did you know that you can, uh, that you have the employee identification number, as you mentioned, uh, can be treated as its own entity? Uh, you can get typically uh, as much as 10 times business credit compared to personal. Uh, less than 2% of all business loans get approved from the SBA. Uh, that's a huge one. Um, most businesses fail because of cash flow. And it's actually easier to build business credit than it is uh, personal credit. A lot of people don't know that. So what would it mean for your business if you uh, would be able to add tremendous value to your business, protect your family's assets, um, to have the money you need when you need it, uh, to separate those business and personal finances and ultimately be able to sleep easier at night knowing that you're protected. And so if any of that resonates, I think, with any of your listeners today, um, I think we're going to be able to have a great conversation and help them and point them in the right direction. I think it really should resonate with a lot of our listeners, even though most of our listeners are home-based businesses, but their needs are, are pretty much the same as people who run their businesses out of brick and mortar. Absolutely. Who would you say is your ideal customer? Well, it's going to kind of sound cliche, but I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's it's uh, every business owner. I mean, there isn't anybody that we uh, can't help and take them through the process of building true business credit um, and helping them separate those business and personal finances to get them on the right track, to get the, the funding that they need to uh, not only run, but you know ultimately grow uh, their business. And, and And maybe it's an opportunity for them to um, you know, a lot of them are home-based businesses, as you mentioned, but maybe it's an opportunity for them to get outside uh, of the home and uh, be able to get into office space and things like that, but they don't know where to turn. So, right. Uh, and that probably, again, a lot I know of them, probably a lot of them, you know, aren't seeking office space, but maybe it's an opportunity for them to hire an employee sure. or, or start uh, outsourcing some of the things that they have to do, especially in the beginning home business owners are wearing all the hats. And after a while, they start running out of personal bandwidth. So I could see the need sometimes for business capital to do certain things. You're reading my mind. I love the uh, outsourcing. I tell everybody is their best friend. And uh, having been in business for a while, and I'm sure you feel the same way, um, being a jack of all trade and a master of none uh, could be a detrimental, uh, you know, in the, at the end of the day to your business uh, instead of, uh, you know, and, and and not focus on the things that you want to focus on to make your business successful. So I'm always preaching outsourcing. That's that's one of my favorite things. There you go. Well, maybe as a business owner, somebody really loves exactly what it is that they do, but they don't love keeping uh, financial records. They uh, don't love doing their taxes at the end of the year, which I don't recommend any business should do. They should have a, a tax professional preferably a certified public accountant who does that, somebody with a track record of business 
you know, not your Uncle Jerry's friend's cousin. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I always try to tell people to find a tax professional that's actually going to be aggressive and actually come to you and provide you with opportunities to have you pay less in taxes, whether that's, you know, being able to rent out your home for your business. What does that look like? How's that? Uh, I want a tax advisor that's going to come at me and is very proactive to help me save as much as I can. So, you know, that that's the that's the kind of person I'm looking for. I hope you guys are too. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I would say to any home business owner, you know, if you have to hire a CPA to do your taxes, even if you've been doing your own books, like on Quicken or QuickBooks, you know, but you turn that over to, to an actual CPA with business acumen, Yep. And even if you have to pay five, six hundred dollars, you know, for that for that person's service, that person most likely is going to save you triple or quadruple that in things that you would not have known. So yeah. Yep. Absolutely. But anyway, let's let's go back because I'm diverting. I'm I'm very good at doing that. Uh tell me about business credit. What is it and why does a home business owner need to build it? Uh, well, at the end of the day, in its in its basic form, business credit uh, is actually credit that is extended to the business, uh, not the business owner. So business credit and credit scores are tied to the EIN, that employee identification number of the business, not personal guarantees, not your SSN. Um, you have your own business credit profile. You have your own business credit report. Um, you have your own business credit score. Uh, there's three bureaus that you have to be aware of uh, when it comes to building business credit, and those are Dun & Bradstreet, uh, Business Experian, and Business Equifax. And um, your credit score can range anywhere from, from zero to 100, but it's about getting, again, um, that credit being extended to the the business. And we're talking about everything, um, you know, net 30 accounts, retail credit cards, lines of credit. Uh, major bank credit cards, fleet cards, gas cards, uh, cell phones, internets, uh, everything that you could possibly think of to, again, run and grow your business. And so that's why when you ask me about the ideal customer, I can say, well, honestly, at the end of the day, it's really anybody, because I think a lot of the common expenses that a home business owner has today, uh, things like gas, internet, cell phone, um, things like that, the, their business credit card, uh, they're mixing, uh, every time they use theirs, they're mixing their business and personal finances. And when they do that, they're post, they're, they're poking a hole in that corporate shield, uh, that they thought was protecting their business. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned that corporate shield. I've had a conversation on this show in the past with, uh, business attorney Mike Palermo about the notion that people think that the term LLC, limited liability corporation, just automatically protects them from everything. But, you know, it doesn't. Like, for example, if a home business owner has uh, clients come to their house and that person falls and, you know, breaks both of their legs on the stairs on the way up, just because they have an LLC does not mean they are not going to be held liable for that for that accident they are and that's an insurance question that's not an llc question but now tell me a little bit more about the llc and and how that does protect and what it doesn't protect a business owner from yeah and well basically the same thing hank so anytime that you are um, when you go to set up your llc 
uh, and you decide uh, whether that's going to be just a you know your LLC or an S corp or a C corp, there's certain obviously levels of protection that you get and tax advantages with each one of those. And to your point, we always uh, tell uh, business owners to consult a business attorney to find out what's best for them and to make sure that they're set up properly. But at the end of the day, um, the LLC does not protect you from debt if that debt is on you personally. So let me just kind of expand on that a bit. So as long as you have business credit or corporate credit that you're using and it's tied to the business, that employee identification number, your LLC will protect you from debt. So if you should happen to uh, go under or you know don't make it in business, they can't come after your personal assets. But once you have tied your personal social security number, personal guarantees to any expense within your business, you have now pierced that corporate shield, as we like to call it. And now any bank or financial institution that you work with, if something should happen to your business, they now can come after your personal assets, liquidate your bank accounts, liquidate your 401ks, your um, any asset stocks, uh, anything like that. Uh, if you happen to owe that much debt after everything is, is liquidated uh, in your business. So keeping the two separate is why, uh, because you'd ask me, why does a home business owner need to build it? Well, at the end of the day, it's to truly separate your personal and business credit. Yeah, I know somebody, this is probably a radical example, but I know somebody probably 20 years ago who actually cross-collateralized their home into a loan that they gave to a relative that was opening up restaurants. And uh, that worked up until it didn't work anymore. And then the CPA that I've known and trusted now for probably close to 40 years looked at it and said, you got to get out of this as quickly as possible. And fortunately, the gentleman had a business asset, which, you know, was a piece of property that he had to sell in order to get that done because he was in danger of losing his home because of what he did. But he did it without consulting with attorneys, without consulting with anybody, actually. So, yeah, it's it's best to do that. Let me ask you another question about people who, who start LLCs. Sure. Um, is there a certain level of uh, business income that a person should have before they do an LLC? In other words, let's say somebody's really low key and they're they're a sole proprietorship and they're not looking for business credit, particularly because they're not looking to expand. They're just a one person shop. Sure. Uh, is it really advantageous for them at that point to have an LLC? Um, again, I would always, I would reference you back to, you know, the business uh, attorney to answer a question like that, but a sole proprietor, or let's say a 1099 who has not set up their LLC, they cannot build a business credit on their EIN. You have to set up that LLC, um, that business, that foundation. And um, whether, again, whether it's a LLC, S Corp or C Corp, um, you have to set that up first. Uh, before you can move into the process of building business credit on that EIN number. I hope that explains or answers your question. It does. And I think the okay. best advice there is to speak to the uh, business attorney about what your individual needs are. Um, <clears throat> but I'm sure there's probably a lot of uh, sole proprietors, you know, who they're simple and they get by just fine until they, you know, maybe find themselves really needing a cash infusion. Oh, sure. I mean, we get that every day with business owners I meet with. They 
they tell me that, well, I have a great relationship with the bank. And I say, yeah, you have a great relationship with the bank until you don't. Right. And um, if you have learned anything since 2008, and this is not a knock on the banks at all. I mean, they have a business to run, but they have, you know, during hard times, restricted credit limits, uh, restricted credit lines. And so you may say today, hey, you know, Chris, I don't need, you know, what you do or, you know, I don't need business credit because I have a, you know, a $20,000 line of credit at my my bank. And that may be true, but what happens when we head into hard economic times like we are again today, uh, just like in 08, the banks cut off financing, they reduced the amount of loans they were making. And so if you're functioning as a business off of a $20,000 line of credit and the next day you walked in and the bank called you and said, hey, uh, Hank, I know you're a great customer, but um, you know things are tough right now, it's challenging. And so we got to lower that credit line from 20,000 to 5,000. How would that impact your business uh, running the day-to-day operations? And so those are the things that I hope people can can identify with and say, you know, maybe it did happen to me, maybe it didn't. But, um, you know, the, the things to look out for that maybe that, that, that they didn't know existed or, or could happen to them in their business. Yeah, it's always a question of uh, for, what is the expression, for, forewarned is forearmed, something like that, if you know about it you're prepared to deal with it. But if you don't know about it, you're just out there for the winds to blow every which way. Um, How does someone begin building business credit on their employer identification number? Uh, It starts with uh, getting your business fundable. You have to set up a fundable foundation. Uh, The reason that you're getting overlooked, if you remember the questions that I asked you uh, at the top, the reason that those are happening and the reason you're not getting uh, approved is you haven't taken the time to have your business as an entity stand on its own. Uh, And what I mean by that is uh, when banks and uh, lenders um, go to your Dun & Bradstreet and they don't see anything there, you have no trade lines, you have no credit score, you haven't taken the time to, uh, to intentionally build your business to be a reputable brand, then they're going to come after you and say, well, if you want any type of lending from us, um, it's going to have to be a personal guarantee or you're going to have to sign with your social security number. And so when we talk about funding and getting your business fundable and, and setting up a, uh, their foundation, um, there's actually 125 factors that go into that. Um, uh, some of the common ones is uh, your business address. So we're talking today to a, a lot of home uh, business, um, home business owners. And so while it is okay for you to use your home business address as your business address. Um, it would be better if you had a physical location or just at least a, um, let's call it a, uh, a, um, a virtual office. So you could have a virtual office. You can get one of those from like Regis for 50 bucks a month. And now you have a actual you know location that's better than your home. The big no-no is not to have a PO box or a UPS store or something like that. When it comes to your uh, business address, um, setting up the entity type, you know, uh, we talked on that LLC, S Corp, C Corp, LLC is good. Uh, S Corp is is great, but C Corp is the best. Uh, making sure that you get your EIN number. Uh, it's free from the IRS. Uh, do you have a business phone number? So we all lo- love to use our cell phones uh, every day. And, and most of us use us for that business. But not to say you can't use your cell phone for your business, but you have to have a separate business phone number. So that can mean going to something like a Ring Central. 
getting that number and then having it listed. You got to get it listed with 411 uh, on a national basis. Um, do you have a website, a professional website? Uh, do you have a business email? So this is a common one we get. So yeah. instead of, you know, hanksradio at gmail.com, that's a no-no. Uh, it needs to be, you know, hank at, you know, hankthepr.com as a business email address. If you don't have that, it's an automatic decline. Well, uh, any business you. licenses and um, all that stuff has to be congruent with the Secretary of State uh, because uh, the, the the banks are looking for any type of uh, typos or miscalculations. If there's anything that does not match in any of your uh, uh, information, uh, it's gonna they're gonna look at you as fraud and they're gonna get an automatic decline. So setting up that fundable foundation is key, getting out of the gate uh, to get it done. It's very good. Let me ask you this because I mean this time is flying by and we're almost out sure. of time. Uh, these hundred twenty five points, I mean that's a a big chore, I think, for your for your small startup business to deal with. And Absolutely. that's where you come in. So if someone yes. wants to uh, find out what your company does for them or can do for them or find out what kind of packages you have available, how do they get in touch with you to do that? Uh, they can just go to um, uh, our website, uh, our uh, finance engine, our finance suite, uh, as we call it, is uh, Jay Galt Finance Suite. Um, there's probably a lot of business owners who can relate to Jay Galt if they've seen the movies, but jgalt.io uh, backslash Vivensure. Uh, they can go there and download a free guide uh, that's going to give them more information on how to build business uh, credit. And uh, they can also go schedule a time while they're there uh, with me. We can go through uh, our process of getting you uh, fundable. Uh, we take you through a, it's a seven-step process. You know, I, I hate to cut this short, but we're definitely running out of time. So thanks for That's being okay. here with us, Chris. Yeah. And to our listeners, tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show here on Biz Radio U.S. Before I go, I want to tell you that there are some great resources available to home business entrepreneurs, including the Home Business Success Community. You can find out more by contacting me. The best way to do that is just go to Biz Radio U.S., Click on shows and find the Home Business Success Show. All of my information is there. So remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business. I've done it. Chris has done it. And you can do it too. So I'll see you next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.